Yo, it's the Raji Rabbit and Friends Podcast. Kind of a little bit mad, but that's okay. What's going on, Ramsey? DJ Ramsey, the great in the building. Hello, man. How are you? Good. You have a microphone too. That would be good. <laughs> we angled the cameras and forgot to angle the mic because my dog was jumping on Peter Barker. He's crazy. All right, let's set this up. Is that all right? Yeah, can you hear me? We can. Start. Yeah, go ahead and say something real quick. Two, two, one, two. Hot mic, hot mic. Good. Yeah. Live. <laughs> All right. All right. Welcome, Ramsey the Great. So, man, thanks for taking the time out to come here. I know you're doing a lot of stuff uh, these days. How many gigs this week? Like 10 million? Uh, I have a few gigs this week. That's I crazy, think man. I have mine. Uh, but, you know, what I really want to talk to you about um, is, uh, I guess, uh, your beginnings, real quick. We're going to touch on that really okay. quick. How did you get into DJing? Um, I've always been a huge fan of music and I would go and see DJs at clubs, but had no idea that I wanted to DJ at all. And when I had my first like legitimate job out of school, I got my tax return back and it was a nice fat check. I had no idea it was coming to me and I needed to spend that money immediately. So I went to an actual technique store and bought turntables. Um, I think at the time they were like $300 a piece. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. So you went to the, the techniques. Yeah. An actual technique store. Wow. This is when I lived in Dallas for a little bit. Wow. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, I bought turntables and I had no idea what I was doing. I remember the first like year of having them and being completely asking myself, why did I spend all this money <laughs> on this equipment? And yeah. I had never asked anybody how to do anything. and. You know, I had friends that DJed, but I wanted to just show up at their place, whether it be their house or house party or, you know, probably not a club initially, and play and just be right. like, hey, look what I learned to do. So yeah. I never really ask anybody. I just really, really frustrated myself trying to match two records for quite a while. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just bought it as some kind of like hobby for me to do. Uh-huh. Uh, I never in my life thought that I would do this for a career. Nice. So, um, yeah, I was going to the record store and, you know, starting to meet more DJs and get networked. And uh, I remember the first time I went to go play, I played at a little house party uh-huh. and I was in a room by myself and I put the records on and within like two songs, people had come in and they were like, all right, next guy on. And it was like, I thought I finally had it and I clearly didn't have it. So <laughs> it took me a while to get into it. But once you finally learned, you know, the fun of playing stuff and matching stuff up and yeah you know, making your own kind of live remixes, then it became a really fun thing for me. And I wanted to do it with every second of free time that I had, you know, every time I wasn't working, every time I wasn't out doing something, I wanted to be buying records, playing records, um, you know, just getting further and further into it. How long into digital vinyl DVS is what we call that, uh, for Serato and Factor, people who don't know that is, how long was it in your DJ career, say, after the DVS stuff started to hit? How long was it after that that you, that you changed over? Because some people Probably maybe fast. about like a year and a half. I was definitely one of the people that said, you know, I'm going to stick with the craft that's vinyl mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm, you know, we're not changing over. But at the same time, I had a, uh, a Denon CDJ that I would take the gigs with me. And I would burn CDs that had the individual tracks of right. stuff I couldn't find. On vinyl. So I was playing stuff, you know, kind of that way, moving into the digital stage, right. but not even really, really realizing it, you know? Creeping into the digital, yeah. Um, and then I had a gig with two other DJs, and we were all kind of switching, playing, and one of them switched over to the computer, and he played most of the stuff I had in my bag before yeah. I got on. Oh, and oh. so oh, you got burned at then, that point, I realized you you that if, uh, if I didn't switch over, I was going to have a really, really hard time anytime this situation happened. Yeah. So, no um, backup plan, you know, you know, and then once I switched over, you know, I, I, I know two guys that are all vinyl, Still. maybe three. Yeah. that yeah. are you know, close friends of mine 
two in San Diego and then another guy in Dallas that just will not switch over. And that's, it's awesome now. You know, now you see somebody play an all vinyl set. It, it makes people, well, if people are noticing. Right. If people notice, it they, is cool. It's amazing. I've had people tell me, whoa, you're going to go play an all vinyl set? That's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's crazy that you think it's crazy that I'm yeah. going to go play an all vinyl set. But that's just because I've been doing it for a long time. You know, if I would have got into it only in the digital age, I would also feel that it's pretty crazy. But, uh, you know, it's also a way for you. <laughs> a DJ is more likely to become highly enraged at, at a fan or at an audience member. They do an all vinyl set. Because motherfuckers will bump the table. Oh yeah, so hard that or you know sometimes systems like aren't set up for, for that now or too much bass sometimes. You know like, here you had, like, here rumbling, in San Diego, you know? there seems to be a lot of venues that have turntables. Yeah. That's a lot of us guy. A lot of the guys here are on turntables, but a lot of people that come from out of town or it depends. More of the open format clubs are doing you know vinyl. Some places have you know turntables and cdjs but a lot of places you know are obviously switching to strictly cdjs so when yeah. i tell other guys around the country that i'm still playing on vinyl or people that i've booked to come play here that are strictly on cdjs obviously uh -huh. it's a lot more convenient you can show up with a usb or just some cdjs uh, yeah. but yeah. um it's interesting to me to see it fading away so fast and kind of you know ushering in the new era but you know there's a lot of benefits by digital yeah, I mean, you recently you discovered a little bit of a benefit. I mean, you you were kicking and screaming into this, but you had the idea, and as soon as you came to me, you were like, "Hey, man, I'm thinking about doing this." Yeah, I was like, do it, dude, do it, do it. I'm like the I'm like the terrible crack dealer guy, because uh, I'm like, yeah, just do this, man. Like, do well, because it. it because I know once you get into it, you're gonna get like hooked. Well, I've been looking at the controllers for quite a long time. We're talking about I just recently got uh, a Pioneer All in One. Yeah, it's called a DDJ SX. I finally got them on a DDJ SX. So it's much more convenient for mobile gigs. It's much more convenient when you have to just do smaller things, or if you need two setups for a gig, or if you need smaller room and not to have to bring a table. I mean, there's a lot of benefits. I've I've been trying to keep up on the technology that comes out i remember seeing them at nam a few years ago and i was really fascinated by them but again just didn't really want to switch you know right I mean, right as much as you know you do look like a, a dinosaur almost now on turntables certain places like if you do a private event or certain things with an older crowd yeah. they are really appreciative and you know, it's mostly, you know, the guys that had records back in the day or were yeah. total audiophiles. And, you know, when they stare at you playing records, but somehow it is one record the whole time yeah. and it goes with a computer trying to explain something about a control and a signal and a tone. Yeah. And But people really do appreciate that. I mean, you know, now it's almost like you can, you can almost get more if you have to bring your turntable. There's a novelty you know? to it. There's I definitely mean, a novelty special attraction to having it now. Um, but I mean, those controllers are, you know, they're convenient. They're, they're, damn they're convenient, convenient, and they all have everything all in one there. You know, no, 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 fucking buying new records, no buying new needles, no skipping of records. No. Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing, I'm definitely seeing the benefits. <laughs> I'm the devil's there's, advocate. There's something like I like about the, the devil's advocate. I like the like feel of the vinyl. You know, yeah. Once I think that once somebody finally comes out with an acceptable, affordable tur uh, spinning platter that's a 12 inch, it'll be game over. You know what I mean? But nobody seems to want to do that. Like, NS7 is yeah. dope. NS7-2 is dope. There's an NS7-3 coming out. But for some reason, I guess, I don't know if they researched it or whatever, but they, they go with a 7-inch platter. Right. And that basically, for people that don't know what we're talking about, it means that instead of it being a big old record, it's about almost half the size of a normal record. Which is actually the size of a 45. Yes, which is which the is size of a record. 45. And isn't it vinyl? It is vinyl. The top so part? it feels like vinyl. Yeah. So it's for people to transition to... A controller that like to use turntables right now as their main controllers because honestly and that's another thing some people just hated on controllers when they first started to come out and my argument to those people was you're using a controller it's just vinyl because all you're doing is turning your turntable into a controller true so that was my argument for people um that uh hated on it at first now it's way more acceptable. Well, it's obviously, like, you're like, going to be pushing it. You sell technology. You know what well, I mean? That's you, your... <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, regardless of the fact that I'm involved in it, full disclosure, I have music store connection. But um, 
but yeah, besides that, I mean, it's been convenient for me even before uh, I worked at a, a music store, you know, years and years and years ago. I mean, when I switched to, uh, to uh, I, well, I, I, picked the, I picked the loser. I picked Final Scratch 2. Oh, yeah. Final Scratch 2. So I, I picked the, you went the, with the, laser the bad disc. horse. Well, because I was new to <laughs> Mac. Uh, yeah, the laser, the Betamax. Yeah, fucking, man, I picked the wrong one. Hey, we're going to go with this big 12-inch laser disc. It's going to be super popular. <laughs> that was me. So I, I went with Final Scratch 2 because the box for it was Firewire. And when I was just getting into Mac, because I bought my first Mac at the time, okay. they're like, Firewire is the shit, man. It's better than USB. And I'm like, well, if this is better than USB, and I'm looking at these two programs, and this uses USB 1, USB 2 is like coming out soon. Uh, you know, or I can't remember if it was out. I think it was coming out soon. I don't know. The point is, Firewire was a fuckload faster than USB. And then and, it ended up being like the laser disc of connection and as it well. Ended up, well, now nobody really uses it. No, Firewire went to 800. Okay. And then now they but still... But now it's a Thunderbolt. Yeah, but you can get adapters True. that make it still True. relevant. It still works. But I just thought that the interface being uh, a, um, a Firewire port, that it was a higher quality, you know, this on paper, this has to be the, the winner. Right. You know, it's, it has to be. It's oh, the definitely. better connection, right? Definitely. That's what I thought. Wrong. Serato took hold and won the game. Uh, but after that, it was Tractor for me. I went from Final Scratch to Tractor, then finally got into Serato. So I, I was I was uh, three uh, three things removed or two two things removed from getting into Serato before I finally switched. Yeah, I, I guess Tractor is the only one still around, right? Tractor's still around. Yeah. Well, see, Final Stanton works with Native Instruments to develop Final Scratch, so they really didn't have the know-how right. to to make that, you know, and uh, so. They teamed with the Tractor people to make that, okay. and then Tractor DJ Studio Three is what it was called. Integrated the time code from, and you could use your Final Scratch box. Oh. So then you had all the effects and the better layout and shit. Because Final Scratch Two didn't do shit, didn't okay. hardly do anything, like effects wise or anything. So right. then I was seeing somebody DJ with, uh, and I had seen them DJ with like a controller. I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, I mean, I'm talking about a real controller, like a, just a drum pad thing. Right. And I was like, what is that? You know, that captured my attention. Yeah, that captured my attention. And then I, uh, I was like, oh, shit, so I could get that on the side with, you know, with the, the turntables or whatever. And, and uh, so <clears throat> I got Tractor DJ Studio 3. Well, while they broke their par- partnership off with Stanton, and there was an update that I had to get for some reason. I think it was the Mac. But it, uh, it, it, it um, took away my ability to scratch with final scratch because they got out of partnership with each other so it was working it was working it was working you put out one update was your final scratch was my final scratch (laughs) so i was so pissed because you know here i am djing you know regularly at this time this is in indiana you know right right and i get that you know when you have something in front of you and you're hitting stuff and you're doing stuff that's performance based djing you know and i mean that's what cats are starting to do just now you're like ahead of your time with that you know so then i don't have a way to do a performance so i was like whoa where i need to do something that's when i bought it for myself i bought the, the m audio trigger finger okay and i got into midi mapping my own shit right so it wasn't already mapped for you like the shit is now when you buy it right you had to hit a button yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you wanted that motherfucker to do yeah and uh and so that's when i got that because it went on a mic stand and that was cool so since my turntables were down because i couldn't use and you them, could put it up so then i was just playing with this pad and so I kind of forced my hand to learn MIDI mapping. So that's why I'm were all into technology. people blown away by that at they the were. time? They were like, what the fuck is going on up here? They were cool. They'd come up there, and I loved it. Cause I mean, I was just watching a Red Bull 3-style thing yesterday online, just a little snippet of somebody. And he had taken uh, that bingo player's rattle, right. and then he chopped it up mm-hmm. into, like, Sandstorm or something. Right. It was crazy. Right now, now, and you're telling me you were doing this when, like, maybe 2004. I was more effects based doing stuff, so they had like beats, beat repeats, and okay. and 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 uh, step forward and backward and and. But just those. the fact you had another piece of equipment with the turntables, yeah. with the, I mean, I mean, I guess people were doing that at the time, but it's it's just like it wasn't a lot. Yeah, a lot no. of people doing it. No, not at all. It wasn't, and uh, so so it was cool. Um, but uh, I didn't. I never. Um, Tone play, I never thought about. It. Never crossed my mind at that right. point in time. I wish I had thought of it that early. Jesus, 
that would have been that would have been yeah. I would probably not be here right now talking to you. <laughs> but uh yeah, I didn't think of anything to do with tone play. I was just I did my cue points and stuff, but never thought about rearranging a song like that live. That's fun stuff. But anyway, so so you got you know, you got into DVS and, and, and everything's cool with that. Now when did you start throwing your own parties? Because this is another thing I want to talk to you about. Because you're a master of promoting a party. Um, I'm going to call you that. Okay. I, I, you don't have to okay. agree, but I will call no, you that. No, I, mean, I, I appreciate it. Um, I, probably about four years ago. I mean, I've done parties on and off. But um, about four years ago, I started a Tuesday night that I do bass music. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, it, it was pretty much strictly dubstep, Mumatone. Um, I some electro stuff. I discovered dubstep right around that time. I met, I went to that place you were doing on, on Tuesdays, and I discovered a bunch of people that ended up leading to me becoming <laughs> the Raji Rabbit, which became, True. yeah. Okay. So this is, uh, it really ties right. into you, man. It okay. Really, it's real funny, well, but keep going. This is all news to me. Um, so yeah, at the time, um, that was what I did. I did it for about two or three years there, and then we moved it up the street to another spot, and now we do trap and uh, more UK-based mm-hmm. based music. Based, based. Um, and, uh, you know, I just try to keep it real creative and keep it fun, and, you know, I do custom video stuff there, so you can do a lot of fun stuff with the videos to go with the music. And, um, you know, at that type of a spot, it's a little bit more open and people want to see some fun, creative stuff. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of things with the flyers and the promotion and stuff, you know, um, I have a background in graphic design and I also have a background in printing. Nice. So with both of those things, I like to do really cool flyers and die cut things and things that will be memorable when you are coming out somewhere and someone is passing you something yeah and you're in a group of you know four or five square flyers it's cool to have something that's a different thing that people you know would would come to but i think that it also has a lot to do with the music that's being played you know if you supply a good product and meaning you know you supply a fun night with people with music that people want to hear the word is going to get out like flyers are cool online advertising is cool but word of mouth is really where it's at you know and when you go and you say oh my gosh i discovered this really cool place on this night and you tell your friends yeah that's worth so much more than me giving somebody a flyer and being like hey this is in your neighborhood this is the type of music you want yeah like you don't know me really but here yeah take my word for it you know what i mean so um you know it's uh it's running a night and djing at the same time um you know it makes me really kind of understand and work a lot better with the artist because mm-hmm. i'm also a dj myself mm-hmm. but at the same time it's uh it's running a weekly is a lot of work yeah um, you know i don't do it solo um i have a partner that helps me with the promotions and yeah. other parts of it but Flip as code. far as the uh as far as just every week you yeah. know it's week in week out right. every, the, right. the next day you, you know you, day you do it and then the literally next, the next that the next yeah. day you're doing you know yeah. the promotion for the next one the flyer for the next one yeah and on top of that um i dj almost every night of the week so it's uh and it's different music every night right right so. and now it was funny we had an interesting uh, i went to one of your shows last night and uh we uh had an interesting topic uh, a little conversation about uh about Sometimes people, when you when you have multiple talent, because it's a it's a it's a big a big skill set to be able to do open format. Because when you do open format, you're playing every fucking beats per BPM. That's why I love that I came up as a hip hop DJ first because it let me play shit. You know, you had things that were like juvenile back that ass up in the '98 tempo, and you right. had like you know fucking 125 you know cha-cha slide shit you know you had to figure ways to get up and down to all of these records you know uh as they were actual records too right you know what i mean right right so right. so uh yeah beat matching because i've seen guys to go from you know i'm only a house dj they'll take a gig that's that's not what they normally play and then it's like yeah they're fucking up at 80 beats per minute yeah, I mean, some people like to rock around that same neighborhood, you know, yeah. wherever they're comfortable around, you know, and, and that's that's totally cool, you know. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I have friends that, you know, mm-hmm. 
but is slay it, so, it at that yeah but at, but it's so awesome at one speed you know but but you catch sometimes being a more than one format person you can catch a little flack uh definitely because definitely. you know like go ahead tell me what you what you said last night you you know Oh, I just, you know, sometimes people that are really, really underground feel like I would be not such an underground or skilled performer because I'm not true to that one type of music, when really I just love all types of genres, and there's good music and there's bad music. At mm -hmm. the end of the day, that's straight up. Like, every genre, no matter across the board, there's going to be good music and there's going to be bad music. Even if you don't like that genre, if it's a good song that's produced and, you know, it's like, it sounds pleasing, it's gonna be a good song. You know what I mean? If it's crap, it's just gonna be crap all the way across the board. And, you know, I started by playing drum and bass. And I have I have a lot of money and music and passion and time and everything invested into um things that would be called underground but because mm. of the fact that i do play a lot of downtown venues and i play open format and i'm not afraid afraid to play stuff that's on the radio or even play some stuff that's super cheesy sometimes yeah. only because you know what i'm there to make people have fun right and if we're gonna have fun let's have some fun right you know what i mean and it doesn't need to be all serious and uptight and you know like let's yeah. just have some fun so you know i feel like doing open format keeps my skill set really really tight mm -hmm. You know, and I could confidently say that you could put me in front of anybody from seven to seventy, and we would have a great time. You that's, know, yeah. and that's just the way that my career has kind of formed itself. Right. You know, right. I read. I read. Would you some, like to play more underground stuff? I just like to play. You well, know what I, I mean, know, like, but I'm saying, I would, would like to play like more. To, like, would you like? I would like to play more underground stuff, but I. Um, You know, I'd like to play more underground stuff, but I'm happy with the thing, the way things are. You want to make right money now. too. You know That's I mean? the thing. Here's the thing. You, you, you know, know? yeah. So, I want to You got to keep yeah, the career. Got to keep the know? career moving. Yeah, keep you know, because you can do underground in front of you know, uh, ten people. You it's know? a fine balance so, between the love and the passion, and finding a way to pay your bills with love and passion. Because the electric company doesn't give a shit about love and passion. Yeah, that's tr that's true. <laughs> they want those greenbacks. That you know? is true. So to keep the lights on, you know. Yeah. But I feel like I've never been playing out as much as I'm playing out right now, mm -hmm. and I feel like my skill set is very tight right now. Mm -hmm. You know, it keeps you looking at your crates all the time, keeps you going through stuff, keeps yeah. putting people in front of you that you were not expecting, right. and you have to literally, in the span of three minutes, pick another song that's going to keep people there and yeah. keep people going, keep people drinking, and keep the bar happy, and... You know, and so that can be a big juggling act sometimes. And if you are constantly working your skills out, you know, it's yeah. going to keep you really on top of things, you know, for whenever you get into any situation. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Now, um, you know, uh, video DJ, that is something that there's not a lot of people that do it. Um, there's more and more people getting into it now, but I, I, I come across them. But you have been doing it a long time, and how was it for you when you first started getting into video? So I got into the video about five or six years ago um, because I had heard rumors of mass payouts, which this is going to totally make me sound like I'm in it for nothing but the money. But when <laughs> somebody says, hey, if you're doing video right now, you can get like, you know, triple what you're getting do you think well man let me get into some video stuff plus right. it's something new plus being a visual artist i was like this is so cool i can play like visuals yes and that was when really it turned for me to do where the digital was really an advantage over people because then right. you could play the videos you could play you know you can scratch it it stops the video it does all kind of effects you know i have a massive add so i'm all over the place so it's really cool to have all the effects to deal with while i'm yeah. picking picking songs and um you know then i got into video editing and um was shown about how to do some edits realized i could put all kinds of stuff like mm -hmm. you know different videos i found different clips different stuff i would make and then put it with the music and then play it in a club and watch people point at the screens and be yeah. like oh my gosh what is this what is going on i know that i had you know almost like a video dub plate that nobody else had your video you know? library 
if you ever see him play and he's doing, you know, um, if you're listening or you're watching, doing that now. If you ever see uh, him play, if he's doing a, a an electronic type of night, uh, I don't care if it's, you know, probably drum and bass or the dubstep or a trap, my God, that is exactly what'll happen. You will point the fucking screen and you'll go, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, and I like to drink, find weird you'll, stuff. Or, or do whatever you do. You'll so you'll completely be like, what? What the fuck? Your video library is amazingly like, what the fuck? WTF? That's your video library, man. I love it because you all the shit that you play every once in a while is like it's like every ten minutes probably. I'm looking at the screen like, what in the fuck is going on? Well, and I feel like that keeps it interesting and it keeps you. It's great. You know, it's wonderful. It does some. If, if you can give some someone something once or twice a night, or they're leaving and they're like, "Oh my gosh, did you see that video? Or those Muppets rapping, and then <laughs> this happened." You know, like, yeah. So I try to keep things interesting like that because I want you to have that type of an experience. Yeah. Um. So more and more guys are getting into the video, but the video stuff has come um quite a long way. I actually use Mix Emergency, which you, which is Nick who used to be part of Serato, branched off and made his own program. Now I hear that Serato Video is doing a little bit more. Serato kind of stopped doing the updates for it. So, you know, I went with Mixed Emergency, which is, I, I would recommend that for anyone out there who wants to get into video DJing to go with Mixed Emergency. Yeah. Um, it's a lot more work. Now there's a lot more content out there. When I first started doing it, there was very, very little content. It was really yeah. hard to find. The quality was definitely shittier um i used to do a radio pod video podcast slash radio show with uh dj demon once a week and we would do a hip-hop show he's alumni here on roger rabbit friends he was on a few earlier episodes okay definitely go down that download that he's a he's a good one with a lot of knowledge um so we would do this show and the show was on broadcast over itunes radio so that had to be all clean uh, so not only were we trying to get videos that were under it was an underground hip hop and classic hip hop show so a lot of videos out there some of the stuff was not clean so mm -hmm. then you'd have to like pull it in try to do the edits you, we were talking about rendering last night when you oh, render a yeah. file the file takes almost as long as the actual video yeah, the audio for this podcast will go up way before the video yeah. goes up yeah so um, you know it's just if you want to get into it get into it but make sure that you have a lot of time because it is a lot of extra time anytime i've done any type of you know hour-long video mix i've had to do there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff and then when you go ahead to render it uh well now computers are much faster but i've i've done it on a computer where it took me all night to render it and then the next day one little thing was off and you have to go and do the whole thing again so um with the technology stuff is much faster now but um and there's a lot more guys doing it there's a lot more information you know i've used uh i've used vegas i've used final cut i've used premiere you know most people didn't know which settings would work the best with the Serato, I've been to a couple of video DJ conferences just to find out information on how to best export my file. I know it sounds really like, why wouldn't you be able to just find that? But a lot of the stuff with the video you find is all the video forums um, or a lot of the stuff that I was finding was more for videographers and people that were making movies and commercials and mm -hmm. stuff to post and not really trying to format it to strictly play with the Serato settings through Mix Emergency. Like right. it's still such an underground, you know, small community. Even YouTube though video series for that, you'll have like a million hits. Yeah, that would be like, that would be a that. good thing. I'm gonna start doing tutorials too. I'm starting yeah. to get the hang of this camera shit. Right well, whenever I have the extra time to do yeah, tutorials, when we create the twenty-seventh hour of the day. I'll let you know we're gonna make the Ramsey tutorials. When the, the uh, next box, when we abolish daylight savings time and make twenty-seven hour days, all right, uh, we will have some Ramsey tutorials. So hold your breaths, everybody. Hold your fucking breath. <laughs> so, yes, so. That's uh, that's awesome, man. So it's video from uh, for a while now. Awesome set. You check his stuff out every Tuesday. You do the base night. Where tell them a little bit about it. Uh, every Tuesday we're at the office in North Park. It's on 30th and University Street. We do trap music, um, bass music. We have a lineup of uh, four different DJs every week. Um, I don't know when this podcast is going up, but 
tomorrow is uh, St. Patrick's Day. We have a whole lineup. Uh, LACX tour is coming from LA. Uh, Wednesdays, you can catch me downtown at Barley Mash. I do uh, house and electro and a little bit of more open format, but I try to keep it house and electro. Uh, Thursdays, I'm at PB Bar and Grill in PB, uh, mostly all hip hop and trap mixes. Uh, Fridays, I kind of float around. You can catch me. Uh, basically, all my information is going to be on my website. What's your website? Ramseythegreat.com. Nice. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DJ Ramsey. And uh, if you want to throw me a like, it is VJ Ramsey the Great on Facebook. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> I don't know if on the video. Him, he'll be there too, man. Well, yeah, got, just to done. keep it simple and not go through everything and overwhelm anybody with information, RamseyTheGreat.com uh, is all my information. That's awesome, man. So I think I have you for a little bit longer. You're not pressed, super pressed for nope. time, right? Nope. Awesome, today's, man. Today's the day off. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, this is my co-host, Peter Barker. Everybody can see. He's probably popped his head in the frame a little bit. This is Pete. You're a dog person. What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Luigi. Luigi. Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. That's cool. How did you come up with that? Is it just Mario? Uh, I adopted him uh, last year, and he had the name already. Oh, cool. So I figured he's not a cat, so we should probably keep the name the same. Nice. Yeah. Nothing against cats out there, but I think you probably switched their name. You cats know? don't give a fuck. <laughs> They're like, you what know? do you... Did the guy who's, I might have been did able the to person switch his who name. feeds me say something? I thought it was good. Then we could get another one. Every yeah. kid that meets him goes, oh, is his brother Mario? So, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, that's Get that's another right. one. Get a Mario. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So, uh, how old's your dog? He's five, six now. Six now? Yeah. That's awesome. We got to yeah. meet, uh, have Pete meet. Yeah, what's uh, up? You need Luigi. to do the dog, the dog cast. Yes, dog cast. Hell yeah. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a mess, but it would be funny as shit. We like I the got, puppy bowl, but it's dog cast. Mounts for my GoPro, do you? I'm sure I can make it entertaining. Yeah, got set up over here. I know it's behind. You know, you can't really see it for the GoPros, but he's got yeah racks on racks on racks. Got a bunch of wires. <laughs> hanging out. That's so, um, all right. So check it out. About to kick off two segments with you. This is the first person that I'm bringing on for any segment. I think. Um, all right. So, so you're breaking some records here. Breaking bounds. Breaking that new territory, cherry. right? Yeah. <laughs> so I've done one segment before, did it solo. Next segment, the new one, I've never done at all. This okay. is still brand new. So the first segment, this is when it's really fun. We kind of talked about this last night. It's called Songs You Love That I Hate. And this is really about people that like songs and their songs. Songs you love. That I, that I hate songs that are out there that I think are fucking garbage and I don't want to be a hater but fuck it I have to I don't know why <laughs> you have to take a stand I, I have to I gotta put my foot down we're gonna we're gonna lay out some bridges more, it, and then we're just gonna it, light it them on fire more shit that's like that because the problem is something catches on like you said last night something catches on then people emulate it just because that's what sold and now there's a bunch of shit that sounds like that and it's terrible you know, or that could be potentially. So you have to thwart this. It's like the measles and Disneyland. You have to fucking. Well, get- I was thinking about this earlier today about how we had this conversation. And, uh, you know, I don't really know how to approach this because there's a lot of stuff that's. It could be shit an old song. It could be old. Song. That is shit. And that. It's, the it's not shit at. At it's the time the you're playing it, right. it's the vibe. You know, it's the vibe. Like when yeah. you're in the club and it's and everybody wants to hear it, and you play it, and you turn it off, and everybody's singing it, and it, it's a jam. Yeah. But I mean, outside of there, you're like horrible right. songs that have never gotten played for me. I don't. No laffy taffy. Never, never ran. Never, did laffy never taffy. ran the laffy Uh-oh. taffy. Uh-oh. Girl, never ran this. Never taffy. ran the sticky leg. The laffy taffy. Never sti- stinky oh, leg. No, oh no, no. Never uh, ran a sticky leg. That's Ramsey songs. You love. Yeah, there was a couple ones that I was like, no, we're not even gonna put this in the crates. We're not gonna rotate this. You know. But everybody's take on what is crappy music is. You know what I mean? And yeah. To tell someone your song is shit, I have definitely said that before at a request after a few, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. your opinion will come out. But then you're almost making somebody feel like, oh my gosh, 
my opinion sucks. I don't know about music. I don't, you know, like yeah. maybe it's overthinking it a little bit, but you know, you probably shouldn't. Don't worry shouldn't about them. Delge their feelings. You shouldn't go. No, just no, just go right into them. it. Tell them you have a shitty taste in music. No, just tell them to listen to a podcast <laughs> one day. Just hey, man, I did this podcast. Hey, you should Someone check comes out and requests Lappy Tappy. Just be like, hey, check out, check out, check the out podcast. this podcast I was on. And they say, it all. Yeah, and then when they never hear the song and they walk out and they go home and they download, I this feel podcast. like music that it's been getting a lot more like just saturated. You mm-hmm. know, like a lot of stuff that's out, a lot of stuff that people are really liking, you know, um, it's almost like fast money goes fast. Mm-hmm. Music is being made at such a fast pace right now. Yeah, it's very disposable. That it's just like cookie cutter bullshit. That yeah. And it's stamping out. It doesn't have longevity. People sing it and then, you know, you're not going to go back to it. Yeah. But I feel like music that is made like it takes time to do like an album. Mm-hmm. Like that new D'Angelo album. You like that? That shit is fire. <laughs> so good. The D'Angelo little. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so good. Yeah. So so good, and I feel like that that really? that, that would stand That's the dope. test of time. Nice. That would be something that you could listen to in five years nice. and really enjoy. You what, know. What, uh, I love the cocoa. We're not rolling that in five years. Yeah. That was my. That was, that my was yours last one. night. That was my first one that I. That was the first. Segment that I did, I did the Coco song. I said that you know, I, I hate. I don't it. mind it. There's a lot of good remixes. Yeah, People yeah, like to yeah. sing it. Thank God for remixes, though. By the way, because sometimes it'll just be like, I'll play that because there's a version that's not shitty, you, you know? know. And so I love remixes, and I think we're in the best time ever uh, for, remixes? for remixes. I mean, so many people have True. access to making songs now. That... And the mashups have fallen off. Occasionally, I'll get a mashup, though, that is so horrible that I wonder what in the hell yeah. your ear was thinking that told you this song and this song should be put together. And then yeah. you put it together, and you were like, that's the shit. I'm putting that out. Yeah. I've heard some terrible mashups before. There was a time where mashups were, like, the, the thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Seven, eight years ago, yeah. like, that was, like, the nonstop. Mashups were cool. Mashups still are cool. Like, I still hear some There's still some amazing like, ones. Whoa, you you know? know? Yeah. But for I mean, some reason, well, yeah, I do think about the amazing ones, but it's more of the real, real horrible ones that stand out where you're just like, yeah. I, I can't even think of for example. But, yeah, when you hear you them, know. they're shitty. But um, so that's, uh, that's uh, we don't want to throw out all the songs that people like that we hate on one podcast. So that's your two for this for this week. That's, La- that's my two for this week and, and that, I, that, I, that I just don't even have. I don't think I ever loaded those in. Yeah. Never put those records in my bag. Yeah. People love those songs. Dude, mine right now for this week, since I didn't do one, is Anaconda. Thank okay. you, Minaj. Fucking okay. terrible song. Okay. I don't play it anymore. I think it, it did its thing. It was super hard for a short second. When that was big, I still just went to the regular song. The regular. I play it. People thought I was going to do it. They're like, I'm bringing it. He's like, nope, motherfucker. I'll play the original fucking song because I'm not. Well, here's one thing that's really interesting about that that song. song. That song, if you're in a club with people that are 24 to 21 or 25 to 21, that'd make a difference. But, anyways, uh, they want the Anaconda. If you're with an older crowd, they're going to want the Sir Mix a lot because that's what they came in on. You know what I mean? When you play, you know, the Sir mix version, people that are younger, I mean, they like it. They don't love it. No, you know? no, no. It depends. It depends where I'm at, though. I played, when it first came out, I had to play it. I mean, there's right. certain songs that you have to play. But, like, I mean, I'm just glad that that song's kind of, to me, at least it's been its course. You know what I mean? I don't have anybody that notices that I didn't play it. You know, whenever you get, whenever you get through, through a night and people have never came up to you asking that song and everyone's still having a good time, and, you know, I think that's when you know, okay. We're good. We're out of the zone now. I feel like that's the good and the bad part about the digital thing. Like, music comes and goes so fast now that I'm not going to go buy the brand new Britney Spears or Anaconda. I mean, shit, I wasn't even buying that when I was getting records. But, you know, when you were going to a record store, I feel like you were digging more and picking more for your ear, what you loved and you wanted to play and you wanted to expose people to. Right. And people were a lot more like, oh, shit, this is a DJ. They're going to totally. Whereas now there's so many DJs and you can get access to the music and get it real quick and, you know, only pay a couple bucks for it, which is cool. But it's 
it's the like I said, it's the it's the double edged sword of the digital age. Yeah, you, know? like, you got to continue to do things to stay on top. You can get access to a lot of stuff, and you can get all the remixes really quick. Mm-hmm. You know, but the taste making part of being a DJ, I feel like, has definitely taken a back seat at a lot of places. Yeah, people are scared to drop new music, and I mean, I I, I think the fun the the craziest part to me sometimes I get a song and I know it's gonna be hot. You know, and then it's just like you gotta wait. You gotta wait because if you drop it too early, sometimes you play it. You may play a little snippet of it or something, and they don't know what's going on. They're like kind of just like, okay, they're bobbing their head to it. It's okay, you know. It's not. It's not. It's not hated, but it isn't love. So once, once it, once it, some, whatever happens, whether it's the viral virality of the internet or, um, or if it's a radio song, it finally gets played and you had it first. Then it's like ah. Now, now everybody wants it. It's like, motherfucker, I played this song three months ago. Well, it's one, how you present it. So if you can sandwich it in right or catch people on the right vibe or lay it right where it needs to go, it works. But I, I mean, I've, I've complained about it, but at the same time, I definitely understand of going somewhere and not hearing something that's hearing music that's unfamiliar to you. Right. You know, like one time I went to a concert and I, somebody just gave me some tickets. I went with some friends. Uh wasn't really a band like it was a band thing that i wasn't really into at all and i tried to be a part of it and i didn't know any of the words and i felt so yeah like not a part of this i was like why the fuck like did i even come here and you know i'm I'm with my friends and stuff but i'm not really into this band and trying to learn a song at a concert is like what it sounds just like shit so at that you know thinking back to that you know we go through the same thing if you go somewhere and they're not playing the songs you like Mm -hmm. You know, we just hear the songs a lot and yeah. we want to present you with new music, but a lot of people want to hear the same song that they heard that day on the radio four times and in the car on the way right. to the club. They and it, then they, can sing it out loud. they want to hear it on the yeah. way home. Yeah. And then, you know, if you played yeah. it a little earlier. And, but it's hilarious, you know, though, because the same people will say, God damn the radio, they play the same <sighs> shit every time and they get to the club and like, can you play that fucking song? Because well, in the club, you got some gigs, <laughs> you're surrounded, the lights are yeah, on, know, you know, know. you're yeah, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, but it's just funny. It's so funny. Everybody bitches about the radio, but then when they go to the club, they want to Well, hear you know, I bitch about not being able to present new music to people and people always want the same stuff, but at the same time, you know, I, I like to hear, you know, a song I like if I go to somewhere yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh man, that's that, that's that one song I really, really enjoy. right. right. Or, you know, if you really, really want to crush a party, sometimes you play a couple of those new songs and you lose everybody for a second. And when your job is to crush a party and make everybody have a great time for, you know, how many hours you're there, when you lose everybody for a minute, you feel like, oh shit, I need to go back to something that people know to get people back on, you know, where we were with the vibe. So, you know, it's, uh, like I said, I think it's, we're all in the placement and uh-huh. the presentation of yeah. it which is also because at, at the same time this is this is one of the things that make it where this is why you can be a dj for years you know is because you can um you're in that boxing match of of finding out what works you know you so you stick here you hit there and it doesn't work you got to go for something else right you know what i mean you don't just keep doing that and then failing you get your ass knocked out, bitch. Just basically, you're not coming back to the club to play. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, and so that, I think, despite some people bitch about the technology and the cost coming down on getting into DJing. I mean, I can make somebody a DJ for 400 maybe $300, you know what I mean? I right. can get you everything you need to fucking DJ. Right. You know what I mean? It's you just got to put in the time. But that is what keeps people like yourself, you know, and us that, that regularly DJ relevant it's the ability to feel out a crowd you know and have the patience too so you can't just be like fuck you crowd you didn't feel that song you know what i'm saying you can never be like fuck you crowd you know because well it's not really about you it's not it's It's about you and them them working together to have a good time because i have played before where it was an amazing night Mm -hmm. and i had an amazing night but it was also amazing because the crowd that was there wanted to have that experience. And right. They wanted to have a good time and they wanted to have fun. Yeah. Whether it was, you know, New Year's where everybody's obviously going to have fun yeah. or another night that's just like that because everybody in town wanted to have a good time. Right. Everybody that came to that event was 
on the same positive, you know, mm-hmm. let's all have fun. Right. Let's not just stand around with our arms crossed and not have a fun time because they're not playing our, you know, our song, yeah. our specific, yeah. you know, because you also yeah. get those crowds that are like really difficult where you're literally trying every single thing. And also people got to realize if they're making a request that, I mean, you know, you, you might just be that one person that's a little bit out of place than, than the rest of the people there. Yeah, but uh, you know, so, you I, know I like taking requests. Some no, people don't take no, requests. I love requests. I love requests. But I I'm feel saying, like they're a good gauge saying, of the crowd. Have you ever had somebody <laughs> repeatedly come back to you? It's like, no, my favorite got, thing is, <laughs> can I hear this really, really discreet song? And then you're like, yeah, yeah, sure. No problem. Just give me a minute. I'll get to it. Yeah. And like 10 minutes later, somebody else comes up that you've never seen and asks for the exact song. It's like the most, you've never gotten a request for that song ever. And you're like, what are the chances of two people in one club wanting to hear that? You're like, together. so of course, but I'm just saying it's not the person coming up again. It's like people sending from the same group. Yeah, like then army. they send another person. Yeah. Hey, uh, so do you have that? And you're like, yeah, I'm going to get to it. Like yeah. it'll, you know, yeah. or if you have a request, don't be an asshole. Yeah, just straight be nice up. about it. Be nice. Like straight up. Be we nice. are be patient. We'll get to it, you know. I'll gladly give you more of a song and if, if you ask you a request, nicely because you were have manners in life and yeah. you would not yell yeah. at somebody like that rather than if you come up and say, Play my song now. Yeah. But we are not your individual <laughs> iPod though. Don't request thirty songs, you know. Don't go come no, you know, at, right after your ask song nicely, ends. nicely, pick one right, song. Right after your song ends, you're back up again saying, Okay, that was great. Thanks so much. Can you play Dexy's Midnight Runners now. I'm like, no, no, I cannot play that song right so, yeah, now. As politely, one request. That's All right, it. Cool. The, the time for another segment. Yeah, sure. You ready? Sure. This one, I I am a huge Reddit fan. Do you like Reddit? Uh, I don't really go on Reddit. That Not much. a lot I'm of people go on Reddit. It, but not a uh, lot of people go on Reddit. So what I've done is I've sifted through the Reddit for people. Okay. Okay. And so I have. So you saved go on Reddit a lot. I love Reddit. Okay. It's amazing. All right. So I saved some interesting Hold on. posts. For the people that don't go on Reddit like myself, what is so amazing about Reddit? Reddit is uh, something, it's a very, very fast in- way to get your information. So before the news feeds hit Yahoo, okay. or before the news feeds hit any source, CNN, whatever, breaking news always happens on Reddit. Someone might post a tweet about some shit that just went down. Someone will take that tweet, post it on Reddit, and be like, hey, this shit's going down now. And people will be like, oh, shit. And then it's the comments. Because every Reddit comment, there's so many smart-ass motherfuckers. Like, smart-ass assholes. Okay. So, it might even be a serious thing. But then you read it for the comments. Because someone's going to take that serious thing. Like, this guy had a fucked up face. He got drunk in a, in a Ohio University or something, right? Okay. Got super wasted. Had a seizure. And fell into a, uh, a campfire. Face first. So there's like a before and after, and the, the, the post just said, guy falls face first in the campfire. And I right. was like, oh shit. Like, and I looked, and there's You're a before. Like, I gotta click on this. I gotta click on it. So I clicked, and there's a before and an after, you know? And his face is fucked. He, that dude is looking terrible. It's awful. It's so bad, right? Okay. Now, that's not funny. No, it's not, but that's I know there's, I'm not laughing for that, but, but I know But then I go, another... wait a minute, what about the comments? So you go to Reddit for the comments. So then you go and then there's like all these comments, like one, like there, and it was so many people and you could tell that they were all thinking the same thing. So they're being smart asses and they had no idea about each other's posts, but they're like, I didn't know falling in fire could lead to like penis nose. And because this guy's like, he had to have like, like skin from somewhere else put on his face. So it looks almost like an elephant Yeah, people on the internet are assholes. Yeah, it looks almost like an elephant trunk. Like once you're behind a computer screen and you have a total anonymous. Oh, they get so much uh, false bravado. That's (laughs) what I mean. Yeah, they become assholes. But um, yeah, so um, the, uh, is this guy still on? I don't know. Is there a light? Nope, no light. No thing? I've been smiling though. Keep smiling. Let's see. All right, we're back. We are back. So yeah, so yeah, with Reddit, let's see. Yeah, it's yeah. He's still there. All right. The old, the old one. The Hero three. Okay. Hero four. You're fucking up. Hero four. Oh, that one has a light on it. Yeah. This one has no light. No. That's why. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, anyway. So Reddit on Reddit. We're gonna go ahead to this one. This one not so brutal. Okay. This is just interesting. I want alienate people with this one. This is 
This is uh, interesting. I didn't if I to... alienated with you, with you by saying I don't like Stinky Leg or Laffy Taffy, that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. That's okay by me. Like it's okay. That'll be one less person asking that song. Yeah. Now you know. <laughs> if you if you ever if you like those songs, don't come to my show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you won't hear them. <laughs> so, so uh, this one is a uh, Reddit. This is the new segment we call We Reddit on Reddit, and uh, basically. This is a list of, uh, well, someone asked, what is a, a skill that most people could learn within a matter of days that would prove to be the most useful? Number one, someone collated a list, too, and they said number one on their list is uh, CPR. What do you think of that? I think that would be a useful skill. That's that useful, right? Yeah. We agree. Two basic cooking skills. We're really going, I, out, on, I, we're really going out on a limb saying CPR could yeah, be useful. Yeah. Basic cooking skills. Yeah. Routine car maintenance. Now, I don't know about that. I hate working on cars. Do you like cars? I don't know shit about cars. Dude, I cannot work on a car. Shit, man. I tried to get into it Let's once Let's never before. take a road trip together. No. Nah, <laughs> One of us better have yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number uh, four, swimming. Are you a good swimmer? Uh, I mean, I can swim. I'm not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if Dude, I need I'm to. I'm a terrible swimmer. Okay. So it sucks. I got to learn to swim better so I don't perpetuate yeah, you stereotypes. Yeah, you might want to put that on your list. Because I hate yeah. perpetuating yeah. stereotypes, you know? Uh, <laughs> I do. I hate it. I hate it. Well, and, you know. and I can't swim. And I, I, I mean, I can. I won't drown in a pool, but, uh, and I won't drown at a theme park, but like whenever uh, you shoot out of the water slide um, and you're supposed to swim out of the way because someone else is coming down soon after. I try to swim, I put my head down, I'm kicking, I'm, you know, paddling and shit, you know? And, I'm, and I, when I lift my head up, I see that I've been sucked back by the current of the water slide. Almost to the entrance of the water, where I left. The Maybe water you're slide. not giving it all you got. I do, I don't know, man. I, it pulls me back in. That's how weak of a swimmer I am, so I need to learn how to swim better. That would be useful. Yeah, especially in San Diego. People say, you want to go surfing? Nope, don't feel like dying today. Yeah. That's what I tell them. I would like to go surfing, but I don't want to die. Uh, how to type properly? Do you really type properly? You you have the home row keys down, right? Uh, I'm a typing gangster. Nice, nice, good. Me too. I I, hate, uh, do you hate when people chicken peck? I'm gonna tell you that I had to take a typing class in I don't know, probably when I was a freshman, and then yeah. before that, I had a uh, I had a Mac, like one of the first ones that ever came out, like the little box. Yeah, probably like '86 or whatever. Uh huh. And I used to have this program called. Mavis Beacon typing. Oh, I played that too. But you would have Beacon. to type and you'd look, you'd be in the rear view driving a car. And the yes, faster you yes, type, the games. That was fun as shit. So, Math Blaster. And at the time, I was like, man, this is lame. And then when I had to take a yeah. typing class, I was like, a typing class? Are you kidding me? Yeah. So glad that I took it at the time because, yeah, that's a very useful skill. But, you know, I mean, you can get around without it. There's people at work that like, still pin peck at it. Like, I'm just like saying, there's, you know, you can get around it without that. That's something that you know. Yeah. These, these are things you need to know. I'd say that's not even close to knowing cpr let's just say that no well <laughs> yeah well, i think we're dropping funny. down on priority here uh how to tie knots i'm terrible at that that would be very useful i don't know how useful it'd be but it, i mean it could be if we go camping or something <laughs> you never know but you know but uh let's see here uh basic economics yes so Basic lock picking. Now that's something I didn't see. Lock picking. All right, now that's a little bit what, more James Bond. What do these people do? Why are they thinking about lock picking? Because they're on Reddit reading comments that's the whole time. That's crazy, dude. I don't think. I do not think that lock. I think that's like you're kind of getting shady. If you. I, I like how the list just literally took like a crazy turn. Like yeah. at first it was like, "Can you save somebody's life?" And they were like, "Can you steal someone's car?" How many words a minute can you type? <laughs> they're making an ultimate spy. Would you rather save list. somebody's life or increase your words per minute? See here, how to properly tie a tie. That, right. That's cool. I, I dig that. I can do that though. Can you do it? Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. There was a period of my life where uh, I used to rock a tie. Nice. Back in the back Any in the photos? day. Any uh, photos? Yeah. I was like when, when I was like a freshman, I went through a period where I was rocking ties. You like gotta crazy. send this one you know, for where the you're podcast. Trying to, trying to figure yourself out and you're going to schools, all kind of things. How to drive a <laughs> stick shift. Okay, so nothing is funnier to me than watching somebody try to learn to drive a stick shift. That is straight up comedy. Like Just watching somebody grinding and no, shit. no, 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 letting it clutch out too fast and mm -hmm. then the jerky shit. Mm -hmm. Hilarious. Yeah, I love to ride in the car with somebody trying to learn stick and ride shotgun while they're just fucking no, up. It's, and it's the most like 
Dude, that is that is piss your pants funny. <laughs> you got to give them shit while they're doing it too. Totally. Yeah. Uh, good communication. Now that's very vague, but I that of course that's a regular skill you should know. But I mean, who? Sh- I don't know. If you don't know good communication, by the time you can read a Reddit thread, I don't. <laughs> Know what you're doing. This list is some hilarious. Mongol. Maybe we should have started at 30 and gone back to one. Maybe. 30 is basic. Well, we're going to go. I'll skip to the end and go back up. No, no. Keep going where you're going. I just All find right. it interesting how it started out with saving somebody's Effective life. Effective use like, of Google searches. That's kind of weird, right? I mean, a lot of these are kind of getting the common sense line. Yeah. If you don't know exactly. how to use Google. Yeah. You shouldn't be. Yeah, what's you that Google thing there, man? If you don't know how to use Google, I, you know it's funny. You Have you ever met somebody that still doesn't use technology, even though they're like kind of young? No, you haven't, dude. I still every once in a while I run into somebody that's just like, I don't do Facebook, and I'm like, what shady shit are you up to? No, I <laughs> like know I people that don't have a Facebook, but that's not like. Yeah, I mean, I guess I do know a couple people that don't really use technology. It's terrible. It's, I, what uh, are you hiding? Maybe they're not hiding anything. Sometimes computers can be intimidating to people. Ah, that's you know? so annoying to me. Like, why don't you work on your car? Because it could be a little intimidating that you might really fuck something up. You know what I mean? But it's a fucking... I mean, I can understand what... Well... It's kind of the same thing, though. Ah. You know? Ah. Like, ah, oh, I don't know. I might hit something and erase something or do... You know? Like, they don't know. Ah. How to make a good cocktail. Well, that's... One one right elbow that's light, and one left elbow that's light. Just pour them up. Pour them up. Cunnilingus. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, really? Who wrote this list. Uh, it is. This uh, is the craziest list. Uh, I nerd nerdiki. Where are the comments nerd-iki. for this list? Let's uh, roll the, down. The let's, comments. Let's... Hold on, we gotta go through the list though. Then you got uh, recognizing basic logic rules and fallacies. I guess. Sewing, I don't know how to sew very well. Yeah, but that's a, a that, you know. It's coming off too, man. On this shirt, I wore it out last night. And I saw it dangling, kind of. I was like, "See, that's a, that's, that's where, on point. That's where that's on their point. list would come in handy." Uh, how to be a good liar? That's terrible. Yeah, see, that first comment is what you need. Oh, yeah, first comment. Learn to meditate. That is a reply. Meditate. Meditation makes you a power individual, Ravi Shankar. That's like, do you meditate? Uh, I do, and I'm trying to do more of it. I got into it about um, just recently, just this year, but it tries to calm me down and calm my mind a little bit. I just feel like that that's a very more useful skill than... Than how to uh, be a liar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, basic math, duh. But in the that. same breath, everybody should know how to, you know, yeah. maneuver words this in a way that one. benefits you if you need to. This, this is a good one. How to talk to new people. Yeah. That's good. I have people skills. I work with the people. Yeah. Um, yeah how to play four basic chords on a guitar. That, that's pretty neat. I mean, I'd probably say that if you're like just going to college or about to start going to college. I find good. that a really fascinating list. I have listened to a lot it's of countdowns easy. and a lot of lists. Yeah, it's and... a very random list. Let's see. So that's, the, that's that list. Now... Also, so wait, 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 what was the, where was the question of that? Was there a question of that? No, there was no question. That was, was just well, what that, I think of the list? That was somebody's list. That, they asked the question and then they provided a big ass list. So then other people have said other things like um, sit-ups. That's, that's funny. And push-ups were on the list too. How to use comma. You're not, selling me, comma. You're not selling me on Reddit right now. Dude, well, hold on. How to use a fucking comma. I like that one. They were talking about how they wrote their list. Yeah. <laughs> see? It's smart ass shit. So uh let's see. Um I am going to do the saved Reddit threads here. Because I have some good ones. Um and what unpopular opinion do you hold? What uh would you get downvoted to infinity and beyond? So we knew it when you're on Reddit you can upvote and you can downvote shit, okay? Okay. So if someone posts something and it's unpopular, then you downvote it. If someone posts something and you like it, you upvote it, okay? Okay. So this person said, uh, I hate most races that aren't white. <laughs> I don't have the race. I, I don't have, I guess he meant hate. He mistyped it. I don't hate the race itself, but 90% of the people in them 
at least 90% of the time I see someone who's not white and they seem to fit the horrible stereotypes people put on them. <laughs> For example, over 90% of people I see, and he gives a list, black, pants hanging low, speaking gangster, looking like they live in the ghetto areas or get into fights a lot. Native Americans are drunk, rude as hell, <laughs> no manners, what, what, no manners, what is this? Wait, common wait, wait, what decency, is this? This is just something somebody wrote? And dirty. This is a guy, yeah, he wrote, feels this way. Asian, very ditzy, but yet usually really smart in math, etc. <laughs> and where is this guy? You can ask them school-based questions, they'd know that easily, but try to give them directions or something, and it's like you're talking to a two-year-old. Again, people on the internet. And the internet, man. Just it's like, spew shit. Yeah. It's crazy. That's a real Reddit thread by Aikala. Aikala. In case you want to reach out to him. A-I-K-A-L-A. Aikala. That is his unpopular Again, opinion. I'm not really sold on Reddit. Well, this is a... Uh, I've seen the Ask Anythings on Reddit. I never knew Reddit had so much... Uh, hate? Well, it's the, it's the internet. So, the internet's full of haters. So yeah, what, you never scroll down. What? I never scroll down on the comments. Oh, you gotta scroll that down. That second bro. comment on anything you do is always like, "Oh, you're whack." Yeah. <laughs> hey, I posted this here. I worked really hard on it. Want to check it out? <laughs> you're whack first. So, you're whack. So the other unpopular thing that I saved that I thought was interesting was someone, and this is for real. Someone posted uh, on what unpopular opinion do you hold? Someone said, "I don't think a woman should be president." Based on my experience with women, I've never met one sane enough to run our country. Yeah, that sounds uh like more internet. But these are real opinions, dude. These people are out there, and it's oh, funny. Totally. They're, they're probably like high five and you know the the races they hate at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on, Bobby? You know, and fucking just like, you know. Well, unfortunately, it's crazy. Unfortunately, yeah, that's nuts, man. But anyways, I have some other stuff that uh, that I that I had saved, but I'll save it for another time. But one All of right. the but um, that was my first edition of We Read It on Reddit. And if you don't know what Reddit is, go check it out, reddit.com. Sign up. This is not a thing that you do with other people. This is something that, like, you, you get your Reddit username and you usually don't tell people your Reddit username. Okay. And you just go about milling about on Reddit. There's a bunch of posts about people who find out other people's Reddit names and they're like, fuck, man. There goes my fun on Reddit. It's like, you know. Somebody found out my username. So Reddit is an anonymous forum for people to talk shit. And post news. Better known as the internet. And post news. But it's all in one place and it's so fast. Okay. You'll see a meme on Facebook and you're like, oh, saw it on Reddit. Okay. Saw it like fucking three weeks ago. Okay. Anything funny, everybody's showing these videos and shit. They think they're, the, you know, they're, they're the first. No. Okay. So check out Reddit. All right. Ramsey, thanks a lot for stopping by. Today, yeah, man. man. You, uh, you, you told me songs that uh, that people ha that people love that you hate. You've stuck around for my first. <laughs> we read it on Reddit seg segment, and you've enlightened us onto your career. So much, much, uh, much fun. Uh, much good times ensued today. <laughs> much good times ensued. Much, much good times. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for checking this episode out. Uh, Adam wanna... on Facebook. Yeah, if you want to check it out. Um, I actually, since you are on a podcast, I have a podcast. If you look up DJ Ramsey on iTunes in the store or any podcast service, or just head on over to my website, RamseyTheGreat.com. Yeah. Peace. All right. Yeah, no problem. Is this thing still on? I don't think it was on. people you have listen to your podcast um what do you do it through uh itunes itunes do you have a service you do it through though nope uh
you about to do, man? Here we are. Ah. 